Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everyone, I'm Jack. And I'm Rick. And before we dive into this week's choice, we want to take a moment and wish you all a happy new year. We hope your new year is full of joy and happiness and wonderful, exciting experiences. And now, on to the main show. Welcome to the Feature Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about Sky Crawlers or the Sky Crawlers. It's a movie. It was a random choice. Uh, and it was a very interesting choice on top of that, to say the least. Anyways. Mm-hmm. But before all that, we were talking about Pokemon Go, Christmas, the holidays, everything like that, some plans and hopes and dreams and things like that that we're trying to do and strive forward. If you want to catch a part of that wider conversation, you can go to patreon.com slash featured anime podcast a dollar a month. They'll get you access to that bonus content. Or if you feel so inclined, we do live stream all our episodes that we usually do. And you can go to twitch.tv slash featured anime podcast to join in on the live stream. And if you want to get notified, join our discord, all the information, contact information where you can submit uh, episode requests and everything like that, all available to you on featured anime podcast.com. And if you also want to help support us, help us grow through other means, you can always give a donation. You can buy stuff at shop.featuredanimepodcast.com or you can even uh, use our affiliate link with coupon code featured anime for Tokyo treats and get yourself some nice tasty snacks. It'll help us grow and you get some good stuff with that too. And not only that you get $5 off your first box when you use coupon code featured anime with our link. And now onto the meat and bro potatoes. <laughs> the movie, the sky crawlers uh, came out in August, 2008. Couple producers for it are, Bandai Visual, uh, Nippon Television, uh, Hiroshima Television, just to name a couple. Uh, Studio for it is Production IG. It's based off of a novel. The genres for it are action, drama, and uh, sci-fi. And it runs for just over two hours, roughly, kind of. Yeah, two hours, one minute-ish. If you, yeah, I was gonna say if you include the. We're not we're scene. not worried about the okay. exact time frame. Never are. If uh, if that were the case, I'd be breaking it down to the millisecond. All right. Just know you're investing two hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Basically, this movie uh, takes place in an alternative timeline that basically kind of achieved peace in a different way. Uh. However, the scientific advancements for it or medical advancements for this world are vastly different from our own in the sense that it feels like it should be more so modern times, but at the exact same time, it doesn't feel like it's modern times for it because of the style of planes that they're using, even though it looks like they do have computers. Well, um, yeah, to, to put it basically, 
but basically you have a main, our main character, Yuichi, who transfers into the area 262 to do a job. And it's just a couple of fighters that are basically contracted for these private military forces or whatever it is uh, to go around and protect certain areas and, and group and certain spots. And you have people that are basically opposing them and fighting them in a seemingly never ending aerial combat war. I mean, that's barely accurate. Everything seems to, for lack of a better way to put it, be placed on repeat. Um, one thing that kind of strikes you as a bit odd is our, our main character has, I'd say, a rather extreme case of deja vu a little bit too often for, for comfort. And you suspect a lot of things that don't really make sense for the way the story is being told. Um, I mean, I'll, I, I'll start off by saying I wasn't a huge fan of the art style. The eyes kind of made it look a little bit creepy to me because um, sometimes they're hyper realistic and other times they're hyper unrealistic. Really you mean, well, you made it tell me you didn't find their re- weird, creepy eyes. Uh, well, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> they were, they were difficult to look at. I'm not going to lie, but the way that it was kind of sort of explained away is these people aren't these pilots aren't adults, even though they, they drink, they, they have sex, they smoke they're they're not considered adult for well, some. Everyone calls them odd reason, calls them kids or they say, yeah, I am a kid, but the, what they do is they're called children. And that's a phrase that's thrown out relatively early in the movie and you're not given any context of it and you're not given content text as to the peculiar reactions of the people that are around them as well as the reactions for uh how people are perceiving them right it's like oh you're a kid it's like okay well that's a weird thing for someone to just say yeah like it just i understand what what I, I feel like I understand. That's probably a better way to say it. I feel like I understand the the motivation that they had going beyond um, saying that they're a children, but it, it, they don't really explain it until, I don't know, far too late in my mind. And these pilots are amazing. They fly these planes that look like they shouldn't work. And I actually looked it up. They're called pusher planes where they're, where the propeller is behind the plane, yeah. pushing the plane. Also, none, you know, makes sense for, for pusher planes. Um, but they also have regular, in my mind, regular propeller planes where the propeller is in front, pulling you forward. And that, to me, was really cool. I like planes. I like planes a lot. Uh, sure you do. Sure, sure. I think it's bull. I think it's malarkey. <laughs> I don't think you really do. I think you like to pretend you do, but you really don't. You really, really don't. Because well, if you, if you knew, if you loved planes, you would have known immediately that those were true. Because those were well, based you know. off actual designs. But anyways, I digress. Poser. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Uh, they just didn't feel... Real? <laughs> they, did, they didn't feel like they should work. Well, they felt the like they things should were work. Set up, it, if they 100% felt like they should work. No, well, I mean, in general, planes shouldn't shouldn't fly but physics don't make too much sense but anyway 
um, the way that it was set up just intrigued me. And I was like, that looks like it, it's counterintuitive to everything that I've, I loved about planes. Um, Cause instead of a vacuum pulling you up, it looked like it was just pushing you forward. And it, it obviously that's what it was doing, but it just didn't, it didn't feel right is what I'm saying. And they had other planes that had far, far larger ones were, were pull propelled forward. Like they, the propellers were in front and yeah, it was just, I'm sorry. I, I know I'm going a little bit far on the design, but I, it intrigued me so much and I enjoyed the the thought behind it. Okay. I cool. enjoyed trying let's, to figure uh, it out. Let's, let's, you know, let's focus <laughs> in on focus. that and let's bring um, it back. There you go. Well, one of the things, one of the things about the planes, specifically the pilots, is um, our main character was like, "Hey, am I going to meet the previous pilot?" And they're like, "No. Why would you want to do that?" And he was like, "Well, it's tradition that the old pilot talks to me about the new pilot, or the, the, the old pilot of the plane talks to the new pilot of the plane to, to kind of give the intricacies of the it's, plane." It's hey, not it even that. It's, and, it was no? how, what. What they had said was, oh, where's the pilot? He's like, oh, he's not here. Well, tr- traditionally, you have a pilot hand off his plane to the to the replacing pilot. You know, it's it's tradition. Mm-hmm. It's what you're supposed to do. And it's like it's a br- barely new, fairly new plane. So he wasn't shot down. He wasn't killed. Was he killed? Is he dead? Is he alive? What's going on? And no one says anything on it. But you can tell the reactions from people in general is just kind of like a lot of hush hush around it. It's like. No, he's not around. You have to talk to the commander. The commander is going to be the one that does, does this, or you have to talk to them about that. And Fair. and you have a lot of mystery in this, where you're throwing out terminology, thrown out verbiage, and the reaction of people is always unique. It's always weird. It's never quite the same. And then you have the reactions of all the people that are outside of the base too. It's kind of the exact same thing. They, they look at them. They, they have very uh, peculiar views with them, but that's about it. You know, it's like, you're yeah. never, you're never given context and you're never told anything beyond that. At least initially. Yeah. I was going to say at least initially, you're right. Um, and the way I'm going to jump back a little bit to jump forward, the way they started the movie, the pilot was gruesomely shot down by this plane that had a was it a black panther yeah had a panther on it they called him teacher yeah. and it's yeah they called him teacher you f- so i know what you're talking about right the beginning yeah yeah what i think is interesting is like you're not you're only told bits and pieces you're never shown who they are you're never go- given anything beyond what's told there mm-hmm but also at the exact same time, I don't think that the beginning, I think like it's going to be hard to, for me to articulate. So go ahead and go, go ahead and go. I'll, I'll think about how to properly phrase it. Okay. So this, the way that the movie started was a dog fight. And I thought it was very, I guess warlike would be a good way to put it, but unsportsmanlike in my opinion, the pilot was ejected and the, the teacher blew the pilot apart mid air. The pilot was ejected. I don't know what the, what you're supposed to do, what etiquette would be, but I didn't think destroying the pilot to that extent was, was part of it. I thought once you ejected, you basically surrendered that part of it and you're good to go. But again, war 
doesn't always play <laughs> he almost never plays fair um and yeah as well, that opener i was like wow this is going to be a gruesome film and it wasn't yeah and and it, it was f- very abstract okay. yeah to be fair i mean like totally it, even in warfare's like if someone's ejecting you're not going to want them to to basically regroup because that's just one extra guy you're going to have to deal with so you either a have to plan on someone capturing them or just be that crack shot of an individual to be able to hit hit them I think that's more mm-hmm. so what it was. It wasn't, it's not that, and I have no idea. I'm taking, speaking totally from ignorance, my own personal views. All right. I just want to put that out there right now. I'm speaking from ignorance and personal views. Okay. I am too. So that I don't think you're going to focus in the middle of a dogfight. You're going to focus on a guy that's ejected. You're going to not waste ammunition and fuel to try and hit a guy that's ejected. It's not necessarily a matter of like, oh, he ejected, that's it. It's a matter of, I can't waste precious ammo and fuel on trying to hit this one guy. You know, you have a point. But again, I... Speaking from (laughs) ignorance and personal view, that's what I think, okay? I I cannot stress that enough. I cannot stress that enough. It It is speaking from ignorance and personal view. Whether or not it's true is another story entirely. Yeah, no, I mean... What you say makes sense, um, at least to me. And again, right there with you as far as ignorance goes. Um, but it, it, the way that the animation focused on that, I was like, oh, this is going to be a grimy, not, not necessarily in the way it was, pre- but like gritty, grimy animation. And then that was like one of the only times we see that kind of brutality. Everything else was kind of abstract and they more focused on the interactions between the main character and everybody else seeming to have far more intimate knowledge of this, of this pilot than, than he thinks. I I don't know if he thinks, but then it appears he thinks that they should because he's obviously meeting them for the first time. And everyone's like, Hey, you're going to love this. And he seems just outside the norm enough that you're like, how do you know that he'd like this? Because he's weird. He 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 doesn't do hardly anything the way you would expect someone to do it. And oh, you're gonna love this meat pie. And, yeah, it's actually pretty good. All right, cool. Nobody really seems to change. Specifically, they go to this diner for a meat pie, and apparently the meat pie was really good. But there's this guy sitting outside every time you see this this um, the diner. Yeah. So, well, again, you know, I mean, like it just really goes to the fact that, again, it's like everyone, there's this sense of familiarity and they're throwing out particular terms and you can't help but wonder that there's something deeper or more going on than what's actually led to it. Right. Well, yes and no. The the, the reason I bring up the diner is they feel like actors because inside it's almost every time he goes inside, the same three people are at one table talking to each other. With almost the exact same expressions that the the diner, the guy who runs it is doing the same stuff. He gets the same meal and it's, it's off. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Right. But you know, you also have to kind of keep in mind too, like, like as, as it goes on, right. It, it starts to make sense, right? Like they yeah. just know like when, when he walks in there, when they walk in there, this is like, this is kind of the norm. Like this is what's always going to end up happening. Yeah, he falls into a routine, you know, and they always fall into a routine 
and you know to kind of kind of help uh elaborate on it a little bit more i mean like it's not like these questions aren't ever answered like they are answered and you get oh. more answers as it goes on but the more answers you get the more you're just kind of like what yeah i mean the very the, not the very end but you start it, it's a two-hour thing and i i had to check because it was it, it kind of drug for me a little bit a little bit drug a lot uh, <laughs> it drug a lot for me and so I'm trying here, to be nice and generous it drug a lot so i forgot i actually had seen this movie once before and it's like typically i'll start a movie i'll finish it you know, I'll watch it all the way through for this. The exact same thing is like, I start, I watched this before. I'm pretty sure I know what ends up happening. And, and everything that ended up happening was like, yep, nope. hundred percent. Remember it all that way. Yep. Yep. Nothing changed. Um, there were certain, they definitely gave it a very splashy part in the terminology, very splashy opening, very, very, <laughs> uh, you know, full of flashes and splashes that made you really go, ah, man, I really want to watch this. And then I mean, like I I can get over the poor CGI. I can get over the poor graphics, the poor artwork and everything like that. But it's like, if it has a great story, this Mm -hmm. honestly, in my opinion, had neither didn't have a great story left. You know, it, it threw everything out there, kept trying to like entice you to watch more giving you little nuggets of, of information or things that you could try and follow, try and, and figure out. Then at the exact same time, you're, you're given like no real answers. And one of the things is, and you'll, if you watched it, uh, uh, subbed like I did, they're Mm -hmm. talking in, they're talking in, in Japanese on the ground, but when they're in the planes, they're speaking in English. It's like, why are you speaking in English while you're flying versus on the ground? It's like, what is the purpose of you doing that? Right. If, if people are going to be listening to you and you speaking in English, in case you couldn't understand, like you're part of the European union or whatever it is. And they're flying and speaking in English, but you're fighting against people that speak English. Yeah. So I watched it subbed. And then when they got to the English speaking part, I was like, Oh, And so I looked for it dubbed. So I only watched half of it in subbed and it's not any better. No, it's not. No, it's not. So, but what I will say is, do you remember the, the part where the commander was in the bathroom and this blonde haired lady put applies makeup and talks to her and she comes out in makeup. Yeah. With lipstick on now in the English for in the dubbed, she started speaking gibberish. Did that happen in the sub too? No. So I have no idea what this, what, what the, the blonde haired woman had said because it was well, garbled. And I, I imagine it was meant to indicate a different language and she understands a different language to intro, to give intrigue. I don't know why they did that because in, in, in the subs, they did, it wasn't gibberish. It's was like, uh, the ba- basically the blonde, the blonde girl in the bathroom was like, you got a problem with me? What are you staring at? It's like, <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, what are you staring at? It's like, I'm sorry, you come right next to me. You're putting your makeup on. Yeah, I'm going to stare at you in the mirror. It's like, punk? Oh, God. So here's here's the difference, okay? When you're watching the the English dub, and she goes, literally, word for word, and the chick comes out wearing lipstick, you're like, oh, in a foreign language, she asks, would you like some? That makes sense. In in the subversion, 
It's not even that. It's more confrontational than anything else. In the English, now you lead me to believe she kicked her ass, took the lipstick, and walked out. Yep, one hundred percent. Oh god! Oh no! Yes, that's yes. funnier. That's way funnier than I thought. Yes. <laughs> I mean, oh dear! In the dub, you're like, oh, she's a nice lady. She's offering lipstick. In the sub version, she's not a nice lady. I took her lipstick. Oh no! One of the things in the dubbed version that that didn't feel right is the pacing of the movie, of the interactions. I mean, it it it, it felt like it was phoned in, but it felt on purpose. Yeah, in a very weird way. So, like, obviously, I I hope it was not on purpose because you don't want to make a bad movie. No, you know, it's not. I mean, the, like, the unless you're seemed... hang on, unless you're watching Sin, unless you're making Sin. <laughs> Then no, yes, Sin you want to make Sin was great. Oh, 10 out of 10. Amazing. <laughs> Lee bad, but so worth it, the watch. It feels like a cult classic that just everyone was just on site going, this is going to suck. We're going to make it suck. And it turned, it went, it went, it, it eclipsed the suck and it came around all the way back to great. Exactly. So unfortunately this didn't really do that. This this uh this went went to suck and it stayed on yeah. Yeah, it stayed, stayed there. there the whole time. And and it what's what's kind of odd to me is that the movie gave you extreme extreme hints. Like there's this character who's got white hair mm-hmm. who acts kind of peculiar, I guess is a good way to put it. And they're the odd thing to me is their trademark is folding a piece of paper and then oddly, once the folded paper is done, put their hands on either side of the paper, turn only their head and then continue to talk or begin to talk to the main character. That was the whole thing that you're like, they don't know what to do with their hands. They don't know what hands do after you're done using them. And everyone has their quirk, right? Everyone has their yeah. thing in that. Theirs is the only one that kind of sticks out. We don't know anyone else's that that sticks out, right? We don't we don't see any particular quirks or anything like that. We just see theirs. Um, yeah, I will say though uh, that there has to be something that everyone has a particular quirk of, right? Well, I and think our also, main characters is the way he lights a cigarette. True. Yeah his his could be the way he lights a cigarette, um, and. So being a former smoker, everything like that, they are always smoking in here and they always waste. They take like two or three puffs and then they'll throw it away. They'll take one out, light it and be throw it away. Always waste. Waste. <laughs> that, that's, that's your big, uh, <laughs> they don't finish the cig. They don't they save it for later. They nothing, man, dude. It's, bro. Oh my gosh. Especially the, yeah, anyways, anyways, it's like, that's, that's something that personally drew me up a, a wall as a former smoker. You know, that's something that drew, drew, drove me up a wall. I was like, why would you do that? Why would you, why would you waste your time to pull it out, light it, and then throw it down? Like, what was, what's the purpose of that? Right. It's like they had, <laughs> they had the cigarettes in there to, to basically kind of go pizzazz or like, Hey, here's a feeler. This is meant to make them look cool or, or adult. And it's like, no, or human. No. Yeah. Humanize them. Yeah. No. It, that drew drew me up a drove me up a wall honestly but i don't know there was a lot of things in here there was a lot in here that kind of drove me up a wall a lot of it kind of 
kind of made me go, what the hell? Um, at the exact same time, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, one of the, one of the only characters that I appreciated for no other purpose than that drove the story forward in the most awkward way possible was the female ace. I forget what her name is, but she seemed like the only person who wasn't afraid to, for lack of a better word, spill the beans in the most obvious, I'm in your face, I'm going to throw it at you way possible. Right. And frustrating thing to me is I couldn't figure out why these people called themselves kids. Or children? For the life of me. Yeah, the children called themselves kids. We're not adults. And that was the biggest thing about the, the pilot in the Panther. The pilot in the Panther, they referred to as the teacher. Or like, as okay, the only adult uh, yeah. pilot. The only adult pilot. That's that's the other thing, right? It's like we're never given much information beyond that. It's like there's not much known about him. He used to work for the company that we're with right now. And that's about it. And he's an adult. That's all we know, right? That's all we know. Yeah. Is that he's an adult. And then it finally comes to round, right? And it comes to to the thought process of, oh, well, what happens when you have a war that ends? Well, it ceases being profitable for company X or for person X, right? So mm-hmm. you're always given that that way out, so to speak. It's like, well, okay. It's not profitable to have everyone always die, but it's also not, you know, you know, like what's the purpose of, of having this never ending war. And we're never given that answer, right? You're just told that it's a never ending war. And beyond that, that's it. Like you're not told anything beyond it. That aside from the fact that one, it can't be a war that ever ends. You always have to have someone that you can't, you have to have an invincible enemy and you can't win, right? Neither side can win. Neither side can lose but neither side can win. I mean, from an economic standpoint, I can understand the thought process, however wrong I think it is, for no other reason than production. Mm-hmm. You are creating something because something is always destroyed. It's not right. It's not it, it it's not sustainable, but something there's got to be a cost somewhere and I don't think the cost is peace because no one ever seems to actually die. These raids happen, but no civilians are, are, are taken out. He, we, we find out that this main character is an ace because he takes out two opposing pilots that don't really seem to go away. And the teacher keeps moving around because the teacher's undefeatable. And right. I don't know if the teacher is an idea. I don't know if the teacher is an actual person. I don't know. No one really knows. Well, no, 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 and no. They know. <laughs> it's not that they're an idea. They know that it's a person. They just don't know beyond that. And they only know him from his iconic insignia fighter with the Jaguar on it. He's the only one that flies that. And he moves where they want him to move. Right. So if they're over there, Mm -hmm. he's going to be there. And so they even make the comment. They feel like the only reason why that he is in their theater in their area now is because they've been winning too much. Yeah. I mean, okay. So they don't, it's not that that they don't know. They just don't know why he's there and they only have their speculation based on that. Well, okay. I got a question as far as that's concerned. Then the teacher is somebody who defected from their side, right? Supposedly. 
supposedly. And they only have these these children on their side, right? Supposedly. So is the teacher a children? Unknown. All we know is that he is told that he's an adult. Yeah, you never see him or anything like that, so Yep. That's all you're told. With the with the exception of the one thing at the very, very end, we'll save that for the for the post show. Okay. No worries. I <laughs> it's frustrating because the mm-hmm. it's a slow it's a slow moving movie. I don't think it needed to be two hours long. There's lots of dead time. There's lots of awkward stares. There's lots of interesting movements. Um, one of my my wife and I watched it. And we we rewound this one scene several times, laughing our butts off. Um, right after everyone's told about this major um, plan or, or plan of attack. Um, our main character and his roommate go and they ride these little kid yep. toys. And the way they're riding them <laughs> suggestively funny because you can only see them from the top, like from the, from the, the let's say the belly button up and they just keep bouncing on these toys. And the movie is so boring, but not boring. It's so long winded that we started playing sounds. We, we muted the TV and started playing sounds alongside that. Just for humor, just just to break the movie apart. Okay. Because otherwise, I don't think we could have finished. Fair enough. To be perfectly honest. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I, I powered through it. I uh, caught myself nodding off a couple of times, so I actually had to get up and and, and walk around the room <laughs> just so that way I'd, I'd get the blood flowing again and be like, I'm a guy. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, like, honestly, we can go on and on about this, but... Uh, we wouldn't say anything good, right? So, on a scale of up to ten, sir, how would you rate this? This is a tough one, man. This is a tough one. Didn't show any because, TNA, so obviously it's not getting a oh, seven. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's not getting the old CJ five. Um, I mean, there was plenty of suggested TNA, so I mean that's something. No, um, I don't hand this out lightly because just as much as a ten doesn't happen as often as as a 10 shouldn't happen as often as a zero a one should not happen as often as a nine because it, it it's you almost have to hurt or want to want it to be bad somehow for it to be this bad and uh i'm gonna have to give it a one it's not something that i'd want to watch again it the seat the, the animation style aside from maybe three times was not to my liking the story was so convoluted and it it just wasn't if they paced it better if they had better dialogue if they had more believable characters it'd get higher but i it's it's something that i did not enjoy it's something that i would not like to watch again it's something i would probably actively tell people not to watch so for for those reasons unfortunately i'm gonna have to give it a one okay i take no joy in that all right, for me, I give it, I give it a two. I give it a two because um, the, it did have some potential. It it left me with hell of a lot of questions and everything like that. At the end, I feel like maybe the book that it's based off of will go into more detail, but I I kind of doubt that. I feel like I'll be kind of let down in that regard. But for that reason, I'm I'm giving it to the artwork was and eh, the CGI was and eh, the music when it was there wasn't no wasn't uh didn't didn't do it justice. Um and then you're just 
given question after question after question after question after question with no real answers. So, so that's why I'm going with a two. So, what would it take for you to give a, to give it a one? Why did you not give it a one? I'm not trying to move your thing. I'm just wondering what in your mind would constitute a one. Um, a worse story. So you like, think the story had had potential? Story had massive potential. The story had had great potential. Um, I liked some of the some of the idea behind it, and mm-hmm. I liked that they didn't make it like oh it's a modern world or whatever thing like that. They took it on an alternate path. They gave it its own feel. I feel like they shortchanged it, but I feel like the it, it was a board. It's a borderline two for me. So it it's not much as keeping it at that too, but okay. But there's like I mean, some of the things that pulled it out of the one territory into the two was some of the answers that I got, some of the dialogue that I got from it, and and how everything was kind of approached for it, especially towards the end, kind of pushed it into that two territory for me. It was like, okay, okay, that makes sense. Okay, yes, that makes sense. Okay, no, I I see that now. All right. Okay. Correct. Okay, I, I can see your points. I still... Oh, I wasn't trying I to convince you. A, I wasn't trying to no, convince no, no, you. I'm, you just, had, just I'm trying to convince me. I don't like handing out ones. Zeros are... are they, They're deserved. This, it don't feel right. Like I, I don't like well, handing out to ones. Be fair, I love handing out there's nines. There's nothing lower than a one, so you're giving it a one. Between one and ten, you can't give it out a zero, so you're giving it the lowest of the lows. Yeah, like I, so. I don't want to, because it, it's, it's very rare to dislike something like this. So... Yeah, and it's not like I actively dislike this. It's not like I actively hate it. It just was not good. Yeah, yeah. Glass Wait, I don't... lip, I actively hated. I actively disliked <laughs> that sh- series. I hated that with every fiber of my being. This, I do not, I can't actively hate it because it had such great potential. Glass lip just aggravated me to no end. Okay, you know what? In that case, if we're using that as a metric, it's definitely not on the same level as glass lip. Definitely not. So for that and only that reason, I'll give it a two, not a one. Okay. All right. So next week it is your choice and we are watching the demon sword master of Excalibur Academy. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. It is a recently aired anime. I know that for sure. Uh, and so it's about 12 episodes long. So it's something I'm looking forward to. I know that you already started it, so it'll be interesting yep. to see how it all kind of, uh, plays out. Um, well, that's all the time that we have for today. Uh, if you feel like we got something right, something wrong, did it too much justice, not enough justice, uh, just playing all were a bunch of a couple of dingbats and just got everything wrong. And the movie <laughs> is actually really, really great and spectacular. Feel free to let us know all our contact information and everything like that is available to you on featured anime You can go there, give recommendations, reach out to us and everything like that. If you want to help support us, help us grow. You can go to, Patreon.com slash featured anime podcast, a dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content that we pump out with every episode. And if you want to help support us through other means, you can also go to uh, Tokyo treats with our affiliate link in the show notes and use coupon code featured anime, get $5 off your first box. And that'll also help us grow and help support us. And until next time, I'm Jack. I'm Rick. And we'll see you on our next flyby.